Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey coming to you on Monday. It is Silwan as we dig out from a snowstorm. It was kind of fun though. My love and I made it to our date on Saturday. Got to watch the snow flickering down from the restaurant. Got home just in time. Snowed in on Sunday. Hot chocolate with the kids. Fire in the fireplace. It's quite a weekend. As I sat around, snowed in, I was reading a prayer book of mine, and I came across a little part of a prayer that got me thinking. Something to remember in these hard times that we're kind of going through right now. It's from a prayer to Christ our King, and it goes, just this little part, we are sojourners on earth. Our true citizenship is in heaven. Now, obviously, the purpose of that is to help us keep our perspective. We are sojourners on earth. Our true citizenship is in heaven. Sojourn. What does sojourn mean, which sojourners comes from? There's a noun form. What's that mean? A temporary stay or the verb form to stay for a time and a place. We are temporarily here on earth, but ultimately, as Christians, our future is in heaven. Or as we would say, we would practice as Orthodox Christians here. You know, once you're a Christian, you are participating in that communion with heaven. You don't have to wait. You are participating right now in an imperfect way. But you are participating nonetheless, and you should act like it. It's also important to remember that we are just here temporarily, especially when things don't always go our way. You know, sometimes, in a way, as a stranger here on earth, we're here for such a short little time. Sometimes as a stranger, when we're broken down on the side of the road, somebody stops to help us. But more often than not, what do they do? They just pass by. Sometimes during your sojourn here on earth, you wake up to a happy surprise. Unexpected. Oh my goodness. I didn't see that coming. How awesome. But just as often or even more often, you wake up to a horrible surprise, to a horrible disaster. It's just the way it is for all of us. We're sojourners. We are born, but we know we are going to die. But don't you worry. Don't you worry. The Bible knows that. It's known it from a long time. A couple of verses, one from the Old Testament, one from the New. First Chronicles 29.15, For we are strangers before you and sojourners, as all our fathers were. Our days on the earth are like a shadow. And there is no abiding. Our days on the earth are like a shadow. Something like this is important to me because it's so easy for me to get caught up in just the bad moments of life. Decisions I made that I wish I would have made a different decision. Circumstances that I'm in that maybe I look back and I could have got out of it if I would have done something differently. 
as you get older, you age, you get regret. And all of that can overwhelm the good stuff. But when you remember, in a way, it's all a shadow. It's all a shadow. If you've had a long string of bad years, that's okay. It's, it's, it's just as much a shadow as the moment in front of you. And in the moment in front of you, if you, you can focus on what is important, everything will then be seen through that lens. If you're not right with God, if you're not right with your family, if you're not right with your health, do something right now in this moment because all of life is a shadow. And if you do, you will begin to see things through that lens. Now, what are the types of things you should be focusing on? You know, don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. You know, you're here in the present. What should you be focused on and worrying about? When First Peter, it tells us, and it's the kind of thing in our culture, it's all about us, all about having things. People don't really want to reflect upon, but it's very important. From First Peter chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh, which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Now, what I like about this particular verse, again, reminding us we are here temporarily and our eyes should be on heaven, but it reminds us on a day-to-day basis what we should be focused on. And really what this is getting at is prayer. Because the only way to abstain and fight against the passions of the flesh is through prayers, through fasting. Yet how often do we go through life where on a daily basis that is our focus? I've thought about that the last few days. My wife has been doing a lot of fasting lately. That really motivated me to do the same thing. Last couple of days, I've been on a fast. And it's amazing how when you do that, you commit yourself to being on a pretty strict fast, that life kind of gets clearer. You know, when all of a sudden you're thinking about food and food that you can't have and you're focused on that fast, in my mind, I, I pick up that Bible and I read it. It's a little bit clearer. It's a little bit more meaningful. I'm not distracted by worldly things. And see what the good book is telling us here. That should be our daily life. Our daily life should be focused on the important things, the spiritual things. How am I doing combating my anger? How am I doing combating my lust, my greed, my gluttony, especially in a world where it's so easy, so easy to entertain the worst parts of ourselves. Man, a fast food restaurant at every corner where we can get all sorts of tasty things that are bad for us really quick and easy and cheap. Social media, where if you want to be angry and you want to beat your chest, man, you can do it. And you'll find someone who'll agree with you and you'll find someone who won't and you can argue with. How easy it is to, to pawn off responsibility of our families and our friends and our children to other people. We'll let them take care of them. We want government to take care of them. You know, it's so easy to stroke the worst part of ourselves. Now, it was no different 2,000 years ago when that was written in First Peter. They didn't have the internet. They didn't have public schools. They didn't have fast food places in every corner. It was a little bit harder to live, but they still struggled with the same thing. I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh. 
which wage war against your soul. You know, last week I tried to be really hopeful all week. This week I thought, you know what, I'm going to get a little bit deeper this week. So kind of kicking off the week on this Monday, I'll be talking about this throughout the week, but here's kind of a challenge for you today. Be really honest with yourself. Get a piece of paper out, write it down. What are ways that you give in to passions of the flesh because ultimately they wage war against your soul? How do you do that? Is it food? Is it technology? Is it anger? Is it laziness? Is it despondence? Is it lust? You know, what do you say? What do you look at? How do you live? Be really honest with yourself. Just judge yourself between you and God. Don't go, well, they eat worse than me, or they look at worse things than me, or they're more greedy than I am. No, don't look at other people. Look at yourself. Are you greedy? How do you spend your money? Who do you give it to? How do you spend your time? What do you look at? Should you be looking at that? What do you eat? What do you put in your body? We are sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh. He urges us to do that, which wage war against our soul. Another way to look at that verse that the Marine part of me thinks is cool, those things wage war against our soul. So why don't we wage war against those things? That's what we're going to do this week. We're going to wage war against the things that wage war against our souls, the passions of the flesh. So far, my fast has been going well, and it's been a strict fast. I haven't eaten for almost two days. Just water. Once you get past the man, that food sure smells good. I wish I could have some. It really does clarify you. You think clearly. And all throughout the New Testament, you know, you only defeat these demons with fasting and prayer. I mean, it's all over the place. Fasting is an important thing. It helps you take inventory of just how much you have been enslaved by passions of the flesh. And it also gives you clarity to see how that impacts your soul. So take inventory today. Maybe do it right now, as soon as this podcast is done and you're done listening. How are you a slave to the passions of the flesh and all the ways that it can manifest itself? Be honest with yourself that it really does wage war against your soul, that those, that those passions are the things that keep you from praying as much as you should pray, keep you from helping others as much as you should help them that inflames your anger, makes it hard for you to be a good listener, for you to put God first, for you to put church first, for you to put love first. Make a list. Check it twice. Be honest about it. And tomorrow, we'll begin to talk a little bit more about how you might wage war against the passions of the flesh that wage war against your soul. Ought to be quite a week. So, if you're digging out of the snow, keep digging. If you're not, be thankful you don't have all the snow that we have. (laughs) Although it made for a pretty weekend and a quiet Sunday at home with the kids. And until next time, as always, aim high. Spread your wings. And keep your eyes on the things that matter, the things that wage war on your soul. The passions of the flesh that as sojourners here on earth, we need to be mindful of and fight against so that our eyes can be set on what is ahead of us. 
and all the gifts and all the treasures of heaven that we can experience right now if we'll only do the things necessary to focus on them. I am your host, Silouan. Until tomorrow, Tuesday, make your list and go one step closer to finding a little peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Free or die.